0: Welcome to Level Up Academy podcast, where we explored a diverse set of skills that can be applied across various industries and professions. Each episode, will deep dive into the world of transferable skills, discussing topics like communication, problem solving, critical thinking, and more. Join us as we speak with experts in different fields and share stories of individuals who have successfully transferred their skills from one industry to another. Whether you're a recent grad, a mid-career professional, or someone looking to make a career change. This podcast is for you. So sit back, relax, and let's discover how you can leverage your existing skills to excel in any industry. Welcome to Level Up Academy podcast. This is your host, Dr. Leland, a serial educator, an opportunities designer, and a compassionate leader. I wanted to talk about, and there's a lot, I had a question, like I'm having so much questions on my DM about podcasting. And also level up Academy so I'm going to talk a little bit about podcasting so if you guys are thinking of doing a podcast that is wonderful it's really great that you want to be out there you want to be uh, in front of the camera you got to be you know giving your messages and I'm gonna tell you what my hang-ups were Uh, I'm not new to podcasting well I am but I'm not I've been doing it for about a year now just recently hit a year Um, And the reason that I didn't for a longest time, it's just been like almost two months, a month and a half that I started doing live. And I've always done just the audio. It's because the live podcasting is limited in your distribution channel. Okay. Uh, Restream, if, if you guys are familiar with Restream, which Mike and Sia uses, actually have more distribution channels than StreamYard, which what I use. The advantages and disadvantages is that Restream has a little bit more of a technical. So if you're not super technical, that can get confusing. Um, But it's the ease of use is somewhat intermediate. If you are new to technical stuff with podcasting, the ease of use for StreamYard is so much easier, right? You can do, um, you cannot really get like all the branding and all the intro and if you have a free account, both of them, you can get a free account that's another thing when it comes to tools on podcasting. The second thing that I wanted to give you is um, when you do a podcast, don't just do it because your heart says you should, right? You're going to give the rest of the podcaster who's doing like hours of before preparation a bad name. So when you do a podcast, two things, equipment makes a big difference. My equipment apparently is not working at this point I'll figure that out later hopefully you guys can hear me clearly but equipment is a big deal because it's audio another thing is distribution how many people are actually able to hear you right and people were asking me how did you get to LA weekly how did you get to Mentors Collective how did you get to all of these things I said honestly I wasn't even looking I was just giving those information out um, hoping that whoever my my intent audience at that point when I was a dean at a university was my faculty and my students. I wanted to quit podcasting on mp3 actually uh, in May but I got a letter, an email I should say from someone that I didn't even have any clue who she was um, in Afghanistan. She said that I saved her life based on my episode number two podcast which was my student who Um, was in the like 50 years old just went back to school to get herself together she was you know divorced and she has kids and she wanted to do better for herself and she basically wanted to be on my podcast I invited her we had a great chat that simple conversation I did not know that it gave a ripple effect to somebody I have no idea her husband left her for a Ukraine war and she her whole life was all about her husband right and her kid and she's like I was done I was done I was quitting life and when I heard your message and I heard her message I was inspired to live and maybe get an education so I can learn and be you know a a productive citizen of my country I couldn't quit podcasting after that I wanted to quit though I couldn't quit Um, but make sure when you do podcasting is that you really think about who you're audience are okay it's not just everybody is your audience you're right it is but what is your message because when you come out and you just talk and talk and talk and talk that's nice it's like you're talking to your girlfriend but it's gonna it's gonna die down quick and when you do podcasting it has to come from your heart and it has to come from a message of who are your target audience right because you're also self-branding yourself and it can make you or break you when you do that you have to think about what is your mission what is your passion right are you there helping people which people and what kind of experiences do you have to offer because more people will question well what do you have the first thing they look at your profile is your degree it's really a crutch for some people because i've met so many amazing people who don't have a degree that are amazing people that have survived life and put themselves out there to be authentic as much as they can. They pour out their heart, right? To tell you, listen, this is me, this is who I am, I have experienced life, and I can give you something that I have. But they get shut down by society because they don't have a degree, right? Shout out to those who are rocking it in this um, platform, right? And I love the fact that you guys are passionate, that you guys are here, that are supporting. My mission is to inspire the world. I did not have that mission, quite honestly. My mission was to keep as a dean, to keep graduation rate high and to keep my faculty happy, to keep my students happy of the degree that they're actually getting. And I'm all about transferable skills, right? Because I wanted to transform their life. And that is our discussion today. is transformation, emotional intelligence, right? Grit. And I love the word chingona. I just learned that word. Sister Sandra, oh my God, where have you been in my life? I'm a chingona, I volunteer. You're like, Susanna's probably killing me right now. She's watching a team replay. Like, dude, stop being on the boxes. This box, I want to belong, okay? Literally, it's a badass woman. Like, why wouldn't you wanna be a chingona? So if you are that, you are a chingona too. We're gonna create a community, right? But here's the thing. When you do a podcast, back to podcasting, because I have that question, I want to address it. Make sure that your message is very clear, okay? Where are you heading? What are you doing? If you are not authentic and you just want to be out there to be a trend because you think it's a trend, uh, no, it's going to die down. You need to be sustainable. You need to scale and slow down. And at the end of the day, ask yourself, what value are you adding to our lives for me to listen to you, right? What value? And um, people asking me too, what is your competitive edge? Why would I listen to Dr. Leland? Okay, not the title itself. It's because I've been teaching for ten years, teaching people like, oh, if you can't hack can it, you teach. No, 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 you don't understand. There's Chat GPT now. There's Google now. If you don't know what you're talking about at this day and age, and you're teaching. Your, your students will question you like nobody's business, right? So as a teacher, I see myself as an advanced student. You know what that means? I do homework every day, no matter what, for life. And I love education, not because of anything else, not because I want to have a check mark on the degrees. It's because it enlightened me. And actually, the more education I have, the more I feel stupid. Like what? I didn't know about that. Like Chingona, hello, you don't get that from the book. It's called the book of life, right? And that's what I want you guys to know about us, about Level Up Academy. Shout out to all these people before I talk about Level Up Academy. So if you're not on this list, don't feel bad. I just didn't see your name engaged with me this week. So if I see your name engaged, I will definitely give you a shout out. Dr. Aurora Nupi, I just had a chat with her on Sunday. Amazing woman right? We're going to rock it. We're going to collaborate it. Ishani, my sister from India and London. She's also on Level Up Academy. Jason Hurley, Level Up Academy. Pete DeFrance, Dr. Pete DeFrance, amazing human being. Raquel, sister, what can I say, right? I, I was a guest on your podcast. Amazing human. Sia, brilliant beam. Uh, Mike, Mike, what can I do, right? TP, I'm going to make you have a Hello Kitty TP. One of these. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Nicole, sister is going to be on my podcast tomorrow as well. Please watch that. We need your help tomorrow for sure. Hello, look at this message. She's just like, boom, boom, boom. What can I do? I love her accent. That's all I'm going to tell you, right? Janice, inventor of Tossie. If you haven't checked it out, check it out. Let's see. Who else is in my hair? Stephanie amazing human uh she's also gonna be hopefully on april with my podcast april month is gonna be a month of mental wellness and well-being for me and uh the reason for that's because there's a lot of people are suffering uh not just depression or anxiety but suffering on the mind of cages and i think cages is that you question yourself every day am i good enough to be in this podcast am i good enough to respond to these people am i good enough to do this stop that of course you are you're questioning it because you're comparing yourself Stop comparing yourself you weren't made to do anything else but rock this stage you just don't know how i I get it you have a lot of skills we all have a lot of skills you just don't know where to start because you have so much potential you can come talk to me I can put you on a slot uh, for free don't worry uh, so I can give you structure my mission is to inspire this world we have too much negativity already and I see news after news people killing themselves why you're beautiful people why do not waste your life anyway continue with my list so Jody cat Teracy, Tracy Susana Marilyn oh I'm having a She's gonna interview me. It's kind of funny when people interview me because I usually interview people. So if you wanna get to know a little bit about servant leadership and being a change agent as a business leader, I've have 25 years of corporate world. And so I will be interviewed by Marilyn Thursday, 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, Michelle, she's been my student since 2015 in her master's program. I love her. Lonnie, she's here. She's right there (laughs) and I just got a message from her today. And the vibe like, woo, just give me a butterfly. Welcome. Thank you for being in my community. Mark Glenn Lachelle, America's super mom. She's going to be in my podcast tomorrow. Who else do we have here? Dr. Z. I haven't met her yet, but we have a little private chat and she's an amazing person. I've seen all her posts. Zavahir is in India, brother from another mother, right? Uh, great on HR and leadership. Joseph, my brother from another mother again. Joseph is amazing. He's in Florida. He does like talks daily on how to do this and how to do that. This is another person who doesn't have a degree, but man, life, full of life. If you haven't connect, connect. Sylvia, my sister, right? She saves me sometimes in our classroom, for sure. Doris. Okay, first of all, Doris is going to be doing, giving you a free yoga class here. I don't know how I'm going to do it, but we're going to do it. Yoga or meditation for anxiety, losing weight. God knows I need that. Susan Ritter. um, Avril Peter Quayle. Nick. Nick is in, where is he? Manchester. And uh, I've learned puns. And he's also into the mental well-being and health. Uh, Michael Gale and of course Brian. I know I'm done with I'm done with all of these information now. I'm just doing a shout out for you guys. But you're like enough with your shout out, enough. <laughs> okay, okay. The person of the day. I cannot say enough of how amazing this sister is. If you guys have not connected with her please do okay amazing so without further ado wait 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 hold on i have to do this like seriously okay ready i know now it's like so much right how about this yay
1: sandra welcome good morning morning to show you can't
0: see this is what live does Okay. Ah. okay. So question.
1: Okay, you asked me 20 years ago. Where, yeah. was, where was I 20 years ago? Yeah. <laughs> I was in the Marine Corps. Ah uh, well what are we? 2023, 20, 13, 2003 Oof. I was pregnant 20 years ago. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Funny. Oh, geez. Right. So 20 years ago, I was a Marine Corps officer. I was in the Marines for several years. And, you know, I had just finished my tour as a drill instructor. So I was for. Mm -hmm. Okay. So fast forward. I'm a retired Marine officer turned high performance coach speaker. And what I've learned, what in my life, in my career now as a entrepreneur, the one thing that enabled me to develop success in my career and in my business is sexy confidence. So I bring this up because this is the commonality that I saw between like successful military leaders and successful entrepreneurs. They have sexy confidence and sexy confidence is this ability to master yourself and stay calm during stressful situations and challenges. And now I help, you know, I help successful high caliber female entrepreneurs, Chingonas. (laughs) I help chingonas harness sexy confidence so they can take command of any room they step into and magnetize opportunities for impact and growth
0: let me ask you what traits and skills do you feel the most important when having that sexy confidence
1: Um, the traits and skills that I believe are extremely important are this, you know, there's a lot of leadership skills, but I would say it comes down to vulnerability is a must. You know, developing vulnerability, which is not easy. Authenticity. Because one of the things I realized, whether it was in my military career or as an entrepreneur, I'm not your typical guy in the Marine Corps. And it wasn't until I was able to feel comfortable in my own skin and lead through authenticity that i was able to build credibility that i was able to establish my work ethic as a as a leader in the marines so to answer your question it's authenticity it's i would say living with integrity which means setting the example first and foremost setting that example because if you can set that example for yourself it's giving yourself evidence and when you give yourself evidence now your self-esteem your self-worth your sexy confidence is strengthened as a result of you giving yourself the solid evidence which now when you lead other people it's natural because it's a part of you so authenticity living with integrity and um courage i mean courage is a big one there's so many sis but i i would say those those come to mind and they've made me the person that i am
0: today what does leadership look like for you
1: Ooh, what does leadership look like for me and how do i how do you approach leading others so how does leadership look like to you so for me you know leadership is i'll give you an example of my first leader that taught me so much you know um he was my first commanding officer uh general james m mattis he was also the secretary of defense for president trump and you know, I was that Latina that would walk into his office, clean his office, vacuum his office, and I would stare at this man. And he was like, he was always reading a book. So that was my first subtle hint into leadership, how a leader sets that example. So for me, leadership looks like what you said, sister, earlier on. And I was. I loved what you shared earlier. You have to be an advanced student, become a student of life. So leadership for me looks, this leader should be open, should be this advanced student, you know, this, that has this insatiable appetite for growth. That's what leadership looks like for me, someone who's authentic, someone who practices what they preach, Someone who's vulnerable and not afraid to confront other people, but then also at the same time, know how to tactfully communicate so they're assertive, not aggressive. To me, I mean, I can go on and on about what leadership looks like for me, but those are just some examples. How do I approach? Did I answer that other question? (laughs) Okay. How has a recent COVID-19 pandemic changed your leadership style? Oh, has leading others to become more challenging? Well, you know, sis, I here's my story. You know, I went through a difficult divorce uh, where I had to hire four attorneys to handle my complex divorce case. Coupled with that, in 2020, because this ties into the global pandemic. I found my dad unconscious, you know, and this is, this is no way you wanna find your dad. But the global pandemic, you know, COVID-19 changed so much for so many people. Um, and what, what, how it changed for me, I learned that I had to pivot. I had to th- shift my perspective in my business, And this came from the personal aspect where I lost my dad, you know, we found him unconscious and subsequently lost him two months later, which March 24th, this Friday is going to be two years that I lost my dad, sis. So, you know, going through those difficult moments in life, I realized, you know, I learned in the military that adversity is my advantage. And things are happening in my life in this moment that they're breaking me. I was internally bleeding in that moment when I lost my dad, because he, you know, he died. He passed on, and it was due to COVID pneumonia. So I was personally and professionally affected, you know, because of COVID 19. But to answer your question, sis, how do we, what changed for me? It was shifting my perspective, it was pivoting, it was thinking outside the box. How can I serve others despite the turmoil that's going on around me? And um, that's one of the many things that helped me overcome some of those challenges. And to this day, I've realized, you know, there's no obstacles in life. There's only opportunities.
0: wow Wow. yes losing a parent is really hard and that must be really hard and i can feel your heart and i i can feel your sadness but your confidence also exudes and i can see your dad within it right so my next question is have you found your life's purpose and if so what is it what a
1: what a great question, sis. And I have discovered my purpose in life. You know, and for the viewers that are watching, um, how does my career illustrate that? Well, I've learned to brand up myself, and one of the things that I've paid you know I've paid attention to is that life is dropping subtle hints, and the onus is on us to pay attention to listen to not disregard our accomplishments because you know working with high caliber female entrepreneurs these chingonas we're quick to accomplish what's the next thing and it's like whoa easy boo look at everything you've accomplished you're such an accomplished woman you know take pride in that and it's 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 so easy to move on to the next thing you know, but you're so up for the women and men that are here. They're so accomplished already. Be, be proud of what you've accomplished thus far, the person you've become. And I think this ability to give ourselves grace, this ability to look within and go, you know, give yourself a healthy dose of self-compassion. That's everything because it will help you persevere during the global pandemic, it'll help you persevere despite these challenges that, that are forthcoming, because as you know, sis, new levels, new devils, right? It, it's ongoing. So, and it's, it's like, bring it, you know, so I've learned to brand myself. Sis. so for me, I realized my dad had sexy confidence. He came to this country, you know, and through his example, I realized his moral compass, his values, his principles were guiding him. And that's all he needed to know. And he raised a, a healthy family and he worked hard. But his moral compass gave him direction. And I saw him like, what is it about this man that everybody respects him? My dad had sexy confidence. Fast forward, you know, I meet at the time, Colonel James N. Mattis, my first commanding officer, I'm like, what is it about this man Then when he stands, everybody watches. When he speaks, everybody listens. He had sexy confidence. And throughout my military career, that is one thing I saw. And I'm like, okay, so how can I use my strengths, my skill sets? You know, and then later on, I became a drill instructor. So I, for three years... I trained over 500 women recruits for the rigors of combat. So I knew that I had to pour my heart, my soul, everything I had learned into these female recruits because they were gonna survive in a hostile environment. If it's up to me, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. And I'm gonna pour the very best of myself. So again, this thing kept popping up, sis. And as I retired from the Marine Corps after 20 years of honorable service and I I realized, I said, you know what, I am a high performance coach because I know how to raise my energy, I know how to be self-motivated, you know, I know how to persevere, therefore, I can teach somebody to do the same. So I, I discovered, you know, I created myself. And so I took that, I'm like, if I can teach a woman how to successfully pull the trigger so she can defend herself, I can most definitely take this chingona, this high caliber female entrepreneur, and help her believe in herself so she can take command of any room she steps into and magnetize opportunities for impact and growth. Because when she does this, sis, she uplifts herself she raises others and this is what our society this world needs now more than ever
0: i'm just laughing because mike's like heck yeah i would spend top dollar to buy that get sexy confidence oh yeah okay first of all when you were saying that i'm putting you on mute because i think i'm echoing when you're not in mute so i'll, I'll put you up and unmute in a minute but i was laughing in my head i was like first of all it's so amazing in this live verse. I'm like sad. I'm Wait, I'm upbeat. I'm sad. And now I'm laughing. Thank you, Mike. Um, so basically, like I'm thinking when you were talking and I was like, yes, I love that about you because you transformed yourself. Right. I have a lot of military students. I have a lot of military friends. Thank you for your sacrifice and service. And if I haven't said it the first time, I'm sorry. But you guys give up everything about everything to be in this country to give us freedom to help us right and most people don't respect that and you should because people give their life not their thoughts not their everything their thoughts their physical being their everything to get here so thank you to you sis now when you were saying that and you're like okay sexy confidence i was seeing in my room like with my six inch heels, literally people, I do have six inch heels because I'm five feet. My husband's six one. I know I'm a shorty. Calls me a bidget. That's okay too. But I'm like, literally, I'm like in this six inch heels in the room. (laughs) And when you said like, bang, and I was like, yeah, I'm in this pretend like gun. And then the flag comes out, you know, those flag that comes out and then the flag that goes down and it says Chingona, right? (laughs) I can just picture, I'm like, yeah, this is sexy confidence. Thank you very much. I don't care about my negativity. Yup. I can just see myself in that. Thank you. Oh my gosh. Um, Mike, I think you left off the laugh emoji on that comment that is so funny. We have a lot of messages. here. Sandra's amazing, right? Seriously, if you guys, this is what I'm saying. This is why I highlight what I do because I love people that are here. This is a long-term service. That's right. Ah, me too, Sandra. It's an amazing person. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, that's fix it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Mary's killing me. I, audio is everything. Audio is everything for sure. Everyone knows I love confidence and self-esteem. Uh, uh-uh, No, Mike. We're going to get you that sexy confidence. We're going to give you six inch heels. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Thank you for your service. That's amazing. That's amazing. I know. Okay, so my next question. Back to this. <laughs> Have you discovered your purpose in life? If so, how does your career illustrate that? Have I discovered
1: my purpose in life? And I think one of the big lessons that I've learned this week is that you have to be intentional. It's, it's how intentional you are. And this, you know, this goes back to what you were saying sis that our intention is everything so i've learned you know what i'm gonna go on podcasts to get clients and do this and get that it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen however if you come on here with the intention that you have sis you know what i'm here to serve i'm here to be authentic this is who I am this is what I have to offer period you know if you're transparent with the things you do then the results with will come so I bring this up because how you position yourself with your intention is everything I've learned this lesson this week and you know this definitely ties into my purpose in life that I've Realize that it's important to, for me, I, I have to let go and let God. Things have happened to me, difficult things, that I no longer question them. I just ask God, you know, my creator, for the strength to endure a difficult life. It's, it's, not, it's not about having an easy life. It's, it's about having the strength, the mental toughness the resiliency to endure a difficult, extraordinary, amazing life in business. So for me, to add on to your question, how I've discovered my purpose in life, it's being open to these lessons. And how can I extract positive meaning from these beautiful lessons? Because I didn't lose an ex-husband, I gained a beautiful lesson. I didn't lose a father. I'm grateful I had a father who gave me the skill sets, the love, to believe in myself and move forward. So I've realized part of my purpose in life is to help other chingonas never give up on themselves. You will never give up. If I'm in your life, that's a (laughs) non-negotiable. I love that dance. Yes, I love that dance. That's a non negotiable. <laughs> that's a non negotiable for sure.
0: I don't know why, but my head is like, Dancing Queen. That's the thing that, that's literally on my head right now. I was like, What? Oh my gosh. Okay. So. I I love this. I'm going to show some. It doesn't need more Constance Leland. He has plenty. Oh, my gosh. You get a mic. I post chats. Oh, my gosh. These are like the hounds business. Okay. So I want to talk about intentions. Okay. I've seen so many people have good intentions, but doesn't go nowhere. I've seen so many people that are skin deep that maybe have good intentions, but it doesn't come off as good intentions to me. And I haven't been wrong with my gut feeling. I'm a, I'm a, I used to be a person Well, I'll just please I'm a people pleaser. So I please everybody. Right. And I stopped doing that because I please whoever I want to, to please at this point. It, it, I'm still a people pleaser. I'm never going to stop that. That's my character. It's not a bad thing. But you need to know your threshold. Everybody has a threshold. I'm okay, by the way, to be used and abused when it comes to like highlighting you and giving you shout outs and getting your business out there. But I'm also watching you if you're giving the same effort I'm giving you. Because it's a two way street. Everybody in this platform is selling something one or the other. You're either selling a product or you're selling a service. Whoever's listening to this, please do not sell me any product or service. If I haven't chatted with you, because in my head, it's a no. You might be an amazing person. You might be like an amazing human being. But if I don't know you, how am I going to buy into what you're going to give me? And what if I already know, like I'm this person literally, Okay. So my degree is in bachelor's in communications and journalism, but I didn't finish. I had software computer programming. I know I'm a nerd. Three years of that. I didn't finish because, listen, life happens. And I had to hustle and I got to pay my bills. So I didn't I couldn't do 60 hours of everything. It was just not humanly possible. Then I went to get um, family after that, and I got pregnant in the middle of my master's program. (laughs) Shout out to my uh, doctorate cohort. They feed me while I was pregnant, okay? Literally in class every night. But here's the thing. My master's is an MBA. My other master's is in cybersecurity and counterterrorism. I got a doctorate in international business, right? Me right here inside, I want to inspire the world. I want you guys to listen to the podcast, not because you have to, because you should, because you should always continuously learn about life. But what we're giving you is a cheat sheet. Right? You're giving a cheat sheet to everybody. Hey, I did it this way. Maybe you can try. We're not saying I did it this way. It's going to work perfectly for you. There is no guarantee in life. You're not even guaranteed to live after 5 p.m. today. Nothing is guaranteed. Nothing. So, your intentions, I can see it. People, I can see it. So, what you need to do for yourself is reflect on yourself. What do you want to level up in? Right? And I'm, yes, I'm selling courses, but my courses is not going to be $6,000 because my point is to inspire the world. Yes, you can take my podcast. It's free. It's free information. It's free. But what I'm going to tell you right now is most people don't know what they want and don't know how to structure themselves. I'm good at structure. That's all I grew up in since I was four is structure, structure, structure. And we can help you. And taking classes from people that you don't know you do that all the time you go to college do you know who your professor is other than they tell you what they are and their credentials no because you're hoping that the university that you're going or the college that you're going they did their due diligence to pick these people up right i'm telling you that whoever is gonna be in mind i hire people i probably had 700 employees already but here's the thing i know if you're, if you're going to be in, in part of my uh, academy, you're going to be good people. Not because I also accept people that don't have a degree because sometimes we j- just need that helping hand. We need that helping hand because you are amazing. You are you. Don't be somebody else. Don't be like me. Don't be like Sandra. We're a cheat sheet for your life. We're your, like, helping hand. Like, you could do this. You could do this. We're, it's like... Being a parent, right? You tell your kid doesn't mean they're going to listen to you. They still do the opposite of what you said. Mine does at least. Don't do this. What? Don't do that. Selective hearing. But you're like, oh, do you want some French fries? Let me tell you, they come down quick. Can you do your chore? They're gone, right? It's the same thing with people. When you're selling your service, make sure you are intention- your intentions are good with people, but make sure that they know you. Please have a coffee chat. Like, seriously. Just do that right now. My next question is. This what does emotional intelligence look like to you? And let me unmute you.
1: Beautiful question. Beautiful question. You know, as a as an entrepreneur, it's one of those things you must develop the emotional intelligence to understand yourself first and and foremost so you can reflect and learn from, okay, what was my intention going into this networking event? Did I want to attract clients? Did I want to attract opportunities? What failed with that specific event? You know, and it's always good to develop your emotional intelligence to analyze yourself, to critique yourself, in a positive way also look at like your mistakes and go okay how can I learn from that and move forward so one of the things that I realized was I have to develop my emotional intelligence because if I understand myself first and foremost I'm going to understand other people so I realized my going back to intention sis that my intention was all wrong you know and life is always redirecting me to my values my principles and it was my values my principles that when i you know again really because this is something you got to continuously strengthen your emotional intelligence so for me it looks like you know going internally analyzing reflecting myself how i can grow as a person and as a professional So when I do that, you know, in a professional setting, I can analyze other people, not that I'm judging them, but I understand them, you know, now more because I've been in their shoes where it's not easy to ask a question. It's not easy to speak up. It's not easy to give a speaking engagement. And this emotional intelligence has enabled me to develop grace has enabled me to develop empathy. We're all human beings. So when I go back to this initial intention of, I'm just a human being trying to connect to another human being, that's the most beautiful thing. So going back to intention, what's your intention? Are you out there to get something in return? Or are you out there to connect and meet an incredible woman doctor that becomes your sister for life? because that's truly priceless. Now the clients, the business, everything, that's just a bonus. So for me, sister, it's one of these things that I must continuously develop in myself so I can help others develop their emotional intelligence about you know going back to being a Marine, having the situational awareness to be safe, to give myself the security that I need because I'm, I'm I'm divorced, you know, I'm happily divorced, but I'm a single woman, and I travel alone oftentimes, so emotional intelligence also gives me peace of mind, the security that I'm practicing situational awareness of where I'm going, and I'm paying attention. So I mean, this is a topic we could talk about all day, sis, but for the sake of brevity, it's one of, the thing, one of these things that entrepreneurs must practice, must strengthen every day. And it comes through introspection, you know, self-reflection and personal and professional growth.
0: Thank you, sis. I love that. I love that. Now, for me, I'm teaching this class, by the way it's called managing your boss. I should have just put managing how to be a chingona, honestly. But let me go back to intentions and emotional intelligence. So emotional intelligence at its core and the way I teach it is that there is self and then there's others, right? Think of that as a quadrant and then the other quadrant, which is what I know and what I do, right? Yourself and what you know is you need to be self-aware. Just like you said, when you're walking and you're a single woman, you're divorced, you gotta be in there, right? And even married people like me, my husband's always worried that I can get kidnapped. I, I actually, this is a crazy story that I've never told any of you guys, actually. I almost got kidnapped um, in college. I used to work and I go to school really late at night and I got out of class like super late. And that's why I get like anxiety when I see a white van, because literally this white van came up behind me and I was like so tired and my backpack was heavy. He grabbed me from behind. Like I was putting things in my trunk and he grabbed me from behind. But I don't think he realized how heavy my backpack was. And so when he tried to pull me, he's like, oh, and I, I don't know why, but I had a back in the back of my trunk. And I took that sucker and I swing it up to his head and literally like <laughs> staple his back and start hitting him hard. And I started screaming, I'm loud. I'm five feet tall. I'm Filipino. I'm loud. Okay. I didn't need no alarm and he just left. But literally I got scratches in here. I got like um, hand in here. The cops came in and they're like, what happened? I'm like, honestly, I just start swinging the bat. But he was, I don't think that he realized my backpack. Literally my backpack was super heavy. So I get like anxiety when I see white van. I was like, "Uh." now I drive a Sprinter. That's my mom van. It's 12 seater. I know people like, are you standing up when you're driving that van? I'm like, shut your front door. Right. Anyway, self-awareness, self and what you know, you need to be self-aware when you get mad, when you get panic attacks, when you get anxiety, when you're good, when you're bad, When you're angry, okay, nonverbal communication. When I'm happy, I'm smiling. When I'm sad, you'll see it on my face. When I'm angry, I'm quiet. When I'm quiet, you know I'm mad, right? That's self-awareness for me. And I had to work at that composition. Now, others is social awareness, right? Being kind to one another, not like basically I had an example today and I'm not going to name names and I know she's going to know this if she's watching is I emailed her or DM her and said, hey, blah, 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 we're going to need to talk. And then she didn't reply until the next day. And I didn't reply until five days later. Listen, my DM is this long. I get random whatever, right? And because she has the emotional intelligence to know that I wasn't ignoring her, that I wasn't mad at her, I was just busy, right? She let it go until I had a time to decompress myself and message her. But I wanted to bring it to her attention because I know that bothers people. If it bothers me, I know it bothers her. It's about communication, guys. If you belong to a group and you want to leave your group, please be kind to whoever added you to the group and said, hey, this is overwhelming to me. I can't, I can't be in this group right now. There's something going on in my life. I can't tell you, right? Just be kind and send us and communicate a message like, uh-uh, it's not happening right now. There's just too much going on in my life. Please give me grace, right? That is emotional intelligence, social awareness. Then what do you do self-management, self-manage yourself? Meaning if you're going to be angry and you know it's coming because your ears might be like red hot or you're like you could feel your blood boiling. Or is it just me? Maybe that's just me. But I literally walk out and I said, give me five minutes and I'll be right back. Right. And if you push, you're going to get it because I will let loose. But usually I'm like, "Okay, CJ, please do not make a fool of yourself today. Go outside and I will. Also, relationship management, that's the other's part of self-awareness. That's emotional intelligence part. Relationship management. Relationship needs to be sustained. It's not a one-way street. We can't just keep supporting one person or one group. You have to actually go back and forth, right? It is give and take, but please give grace because we are so busy hustling out here, okay? That's for sure. Now, my last question before we end is i'm gonna read it change begins within you use compassion to change your world and ultimately our world sister sandra how do you hope to change the world let me unmute you i've
1: realized this the hard way sis change begins with us you know so if i want to be the change in others that I wish to see it begins with me you know and and going back to sexy confidence which ties into emotional intelligence sexy confidence is this ability to master yourself and stay calm during stressful situations and challenges. So how do I wish to be that change? by changing myself first and foremost, by learning how to give myself grace when I need it, because, you know, I've learned, and this is one of the many things I teach, is in order to up-level, you gotta kick self-doubt and perfectionism to the curb. And perfectionism, I thought, I used to think was a great thing. It's not, it doesn't serve us. It's really a cop-out you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship. So how do I hope to be the change in this world? You know, it's changing those things in me first and foremost, before I, I can teach others how to do it. So this is where I've learned to brand my business. You know, I, I'm, I'm a pitbull at heart, sis, just like you and you know going through this difficult divorce I learned oh my goodness I have the capacity now I understand crimes of passion when your blood is boiling because you want to take somebody out and you know how to then the question becomes what do you do and I've realized in that moment you know God life was challenging me and it was this ability to master myself and stay calm during those challenging moments that I persevered, that I became a better person, that I forgave myself for not saving my dad when I found him unconscious, that I forgave myself for, not, for letting go of my ex-husband. It was a beautiful 15-year marriage, but you know I took the lessons and, and moved forward. So I have to be that change first and foremost. I have to be that example before I teach somebody else, you know? And it begins with us. So I will continuously set the example. And I've learned, sis, to, to answer your question, you know, I used to think my superpower was masculinity. And I was wrong. I was wrong. It's it's my femininity. It's this ability to give myself grace, to forgive myself. Because when I do this, I can forgive others. When I do this, I can have more compassion and more empathy for others. And that's what the world needs.
0: I love it. So for everybody who's watching, okay, to transform yourself is to change your mind, but know. That you're not alone. All you have to do is reach out and it's so hard to tell someone your story. I have so many horror stories like I was in an arranged marriage and I lost an island. Like I have all those stories in my life, all bad stuff that I don't want to talk about. But when someone asked me, would you change anything? No. I got kicked out because of my family because I didn't marry Asian and didn't marry my own kind and I married a Caucasian. Listen, I love him. I can't change my heart. Like change it, you know, like I can't, I'm sorry. I couldn't, but what I'm going to part with you today, because we are having 60 seconds here is you are enough. You are loved. We are a community. Give grace to everyone that might not fall into your bucket of she's cool, right? Because give a lending hand. And it's not about not getting enough money because we all want to hustle. Every one of us wants to have that money. Of course, right now it's recession time. Like literally my kids are like, mom, roaring 20s. It's 2000. I'm like, don't even talk about it. (laughs) Like my 18 year old was depressing me this morning. But here's the thing. This is a good place for us to start to be a community, to be the change that we want to see. We are the change that we want to see. It starts from all of us in this community. Stay positive, stay sexy, be a chingona for today. Right. And how, okay. When you see, when you see that word sexy confidence, people, it's 10 o'clock. I know I read this is how you would walk on that little LinkedIn platform when you're tapping with that with a list mm-hmm. 60 confidence right and I'm like I'm a chingona I'm a chingona yeah right well thank you guys so much for being here and I appreciate you Sandra any last parting words 60 seconds
1: I'm here to serve I'm here to serve sis I'm here to be me and connect collaborate this is the most important piece that i've realized it's so fun we get to have fun and i think when we shift our perspective our mindset and have fun then we'll attract what we want thank you
0: Thank you for listening to my podcast today. If you have any questions, email me at Lua at level up by com. Lua L-U-A-B-Y-D-O-C-L-E-Y-L-A-N-D.com. It's open for consultations and courses will be offered soon. I will see you in my next episode. Stay connected, informed, and inspired. Until next time.